There have been reports of unrest in Solomon Islands, Malaita province, where the outspoken provincial premier Daniel Suidani has been ousted in a motion of no confidence. The Malaita Provincial Assembly on Tuesday morning local time passed the motion against Daniel Sudani in absentia. Mr Sudani and members of his executive refused to attend the debate as he was waiting for a high court order prohibiting the motion to be moved. Moira Tulapatela spoke with Mr Sudani's political adviser, Celsus Talifilu, about the day's events. The motion went on uh, when ahead today, uh, but the uh, premier's uh, uh, executive at that time didn't attend the meeting. They, they was asked by the you know the, the people who came to support them not to attend the meeting. Uh, they were actually waiting for, for a decision of a court case that <clears throat> the premier took against uh, the decisions that were made by the speaker that uh, created the motion of no confidence. Uh, but unfortunately, when while they were still waiting for the decision of the court. Uh, the uh, speaker allowed uh, the proceeding to go ahead, and uh, therefore, uh, because the other side, the non-executive side of the house, has the numbers, they went ahead, went ahead with the, with the motion uh, because there were 17 of them. They have the majority. Only the 17 of them were, were attending the meeting, and the motion was moved, and then it was uh, it was passed, and premier uh, therefore lost the. What was the reasons given for the motion of no confidence? I suppose there were two prone approaches that they took. One, they have used the procedures uh, in the assembly uh, by way of defeating a revised budget session. And the decision was uh, made by the Speaker to allow a motion to be taken on a statement made by the, the uh, Minister of finance. That's one. And the other reasons that were given uh, in the papers, not obviously, uh, that were given by in the media, one was with uh, with regards to a Chinese mining company that recently was given approval by uh, the uh, mineral boards or the Ministry of Mines and Energy to conduct uh, a service agreement uh, with land-owning groups in the eastern part of Malaita. And uh, and they were the, the non-existent claim that recently the premier had received money from this company called WinWin uh, and, and have given the company a business license from the province for them to, to operate in Malaita, which is totally false. That's one of, one of the allegations. There was an allegation in regards to what they call PCDF, it's provincial government something project that is funded through the Ministry of Provincial Government to all provinces. Now, the non-executive were claiming that Malita lost was not being able to be given part of the PCDF because because of Mara, which is the government of Premier Sudani. But in fact, uh, Malita province lost 80% of the which There were minimal minimum conditions that has to be met. So, uh, all in all, I would say. The reasons for this motion are fabricated to look as though it's a failure of the Mara government. In effect, even even falsifying information about the winning situation and the uh, PCDF affair, all these things have no substantive. I mean, they, they are totally false. Uh, yet 
because this group, um, as we know, have been running a campaign to oust the Premier Sudani. This is a large chance, and, and we know uh, from observing what has been happening, this is clearly a work of the national government who has not been happy about Madita uh, standing in China uh, after the decision was made by the current national government to make the switch from Taiwan to China. I just wanted to ask too, there were allegations of national government interference in provincial politics. Are these accurate? Yes, I must say that's really accurate. Uh, while it's difficult to actually get evidence, there are observed things that have happened between the provincial government staff and the political advisors in the prime minister office that have already all met with members of the non-executive staff all the time. And one clear example was recently there was an opening of a wharf in North Malaita and some other things. The prime minister was there. The only time he has come to Malaita during his current uh, prime minister seat. And all except one, all the non-executive members were there attending the ceremony. The only deputy premier of Malta province represents the executive, whereas all those who were there and even arranged those things were members of the non-executive side. So that's a clear indication that it has always, the non-executive has always been back by Honiara. Uh, even using the patrol boat who, uh, who came now the second time to Malaita uh, on issues to do with politics in Malaita, and, and now this one, I think they have come in overwhelming force uh, to to support uh, the movers of the motion uh, to have it done the way they want it to be, uh, to be done. Do you think your opposition to China is part of the reasons for the no confidence motion? I personally feel it's all the it's the, the it's the reason it's the reason for all this uh, these three motions because if you observe you know the provincial government including the province there was no time in our history that a provincial government let alone Marita province have faced any unprecedented numbers of motion of no confidence in a given government. So we know it is because multi-province stand against the recognition of China that this has been ongoing until now. Um, some commentators have said slow delivery on the US aid projects that were promised have lost you some supporters in the public. Do you think this is true? To some extent, because of the way people understand these things and, and the way some people want to spin that information uh, to make it look as though uh, U.S. and Mara government are, are not uh, incapable of doing these things. So, of course, yes, it, there were. The, the premier has often uh, been, uh, you know, tried to liaise with uh, U.S. aid and others, but recognizing that they have the systems as well. But it would be quite right to say that should these things implement a little bit more faster as uh, as in relation to the context on the ground in terms of people's expectation and ignorance of the processes that these things would have done, uh, as should be done alone, then it would be correct to say that, yeah, there were some, there were some of those things that have played in and people who see those things, you know, amplify the conversation uh, against uh, Mara. 
And I guess, uh, what, are you, what are you going to do now going forward? Well, we have uh, set up a political party yet to be registered. But I think uh, as people who are interested in in the affairs of, of our province and, and of course the Gulf, Solomon and at, at large, we will continue to pursue our political interest under this uh, uh, political party uh, setup that we, we believe we we can able to you know use a platform to reach out to the people and educate them about you know nature of development politics in the in Malaysia and Solomon Islands. Um, do you know whether um, the premier, um, whether Mr. Suidani will contest the next provincial assembly election later this year? Yes, that's what he has been preaching. Uh, he said that he will continue to stand for the provincial assembly for his word, word five in Malaita. So yes, I can confidently say that he will stand again uh, should the elections happen whenever. There was a talk that the current uh, the current movers of the motion were hoping, and in fact they were saying that the, the uh, national government to the deputy prime minister assured them that if should they should they take the government as they did now, they would the, the national government will be willing uh, to make amendments to the provincial government act uh, to allow for further extension of the current assembly, maybe up until the end of the year or even before the election in April next year. And I just wanted to check my final two questions. Uh, what happens now? And is there any other legal act, avenue or parliamentary avenue that can be taken to for him to challenge the vote of no confidence? So the Speaker have announced that the nominations for a new, for a new Premier will open tomorrow, 9 a.m. tomorrow, and close on Friday. And it looks like uh, the election of a new premier will happen next week. I don't know what time next week. That the timeline that was given uh, to today by by the speaker to them uh, after the election, after the, the motion that took place today. In terms of legal avenues, yes. In fact, uh, you might have heard that... Uh, we may have actually put the speaker to court on these issues of uh, uh, abusing process uh, that resulted in the motion of no confidence. The case was shared today morning, but the judge uh, have not able to give the judgment um, to the premier. So what is happening now is the, the deputy premier will take up the case again uh, as a new claimant to pursue the issue that were taken to court today morning because they feel that uh, the lawyer that they took uh, to present the case wasn't competent good enough to make the point uh, that would have swayed maybe the decision of the judge to look into whether the motion of no confidence was legally orchestrated or was it a culmination of misprocedural judgment by the speaker that ended up with the motion law. So yes, I can confirm that the, the deputy premier, uh, who is now the acting premier of Malita Province, would be taking will be taking up the a case against uh, took up the case again uh, and and take up the case with a new lawyer to pursue the matter in the court.
Meanwhile, the Speaker of the Assembly has declared the current Deputy Premier of Malaita, Glenn Waneta, as the Acting Premier of the province. The nomination for a new Premier will open at 8.30am on Wednesday and will close at 4.30pm on Thursday. The situation remains tense in the provincial capital, Aoki, with the reports of police firing tear gas to quell unrest in the provincial capital on Tuesday morning.